Welcome to the Change Agents Podcast with your host, Tracy V. Allen, social enterprise and small business funding strategist and the owner of TVA Consulting Group. The Change Agents Podcast is about empowering change agents, social entrepreneurs, social enterprises, and nonprofits with the knowledge, skills, strategies, and concepts needed to design, build, and fund their social ventures. Today we're talking about UBIT, right? <clears throat> and you may ask, what does UBIT have to do with the theme of staying mission-centered? Um, but it has everything to do with staying mission-centered. <laughs> yes, unrelated um, business income tax. That's what we're talking about today. And unrelated business income tax has everything to do with staying mission centered. So today's our last <clears throat> about staying mission centered so that you know you can build a profitable and sustainable organization, whether it is well, this mostly goes for nonprofits though, but <clears throat> making sure that you stay mission centered. So my name is Tracy B. Allen. I'm the owner of TVA Consulting. I'm a social enterprise impact strategist and small business funding strategist. Um, I have over 20 years of experience in this business, and I am joined today by Ty Boone. Hey, I'm Ty, owner of Apple Enterprises. I am a nonprofit strategist and a program strategist. And like Tracy, I have a little bit more than 20 years um, experience in this this field of ours, this wild, wild world of... Of, of mission business, right? Um, that's that's what I call nonprofits, the, the the business of mission. So I'm glad that we we're here today talking about unrelated business income tax because we see a whole lot of that stuff, right? Um, a lot of folks get into nonprofits not really understanding, first of all, what their mission is and how they're supposed to have everything, every work that you do goes back to your mission in straight line. Your Tracy, I think the mission is so very important and I'm, and I'm having this moment right now. I'm like, yeah, this that's the foundation of it all. Like your your mission, what is it that you're supposed to be doing? How are you walking that out right now in all of your activities, all of your services, all of your events, all of your products are supposed to be related to that thing. That's the way that you know that you're on track. That's how you stay in focus with your organization. And that's how you make sure you don't get into things like UBIT. Because if you get into UBIT, you got to pay. You could get your organization um, revoked, your status revoked, if you do too much of that activity. So you want to make sure that everything that you're doing is related to your mission. Absolutely. Um, and I take a lot of joy in talking about UBIT because, like you said, it really drives home how important it is not to mission drift, first of all, and how important it is to stay on mission. If you have any questions about whether or not you are on mission, wait till the end of the year when your accountant tells you that your nonprofit organization has to pay income tax. And you're like, what? But we're a tax-exempt organization, right? You're like, we're a tax-exempt organization. What do you mean? Well, you participated in activities throughout the year that were not mission-centered. And those non-mission-centered activities have now caused your organization to have to pay income tax. 
Is it a bad thing all the time? No. But like Ty said, every time, if you do too much of it, sorry, if you do too much of it, you can have your nonprofit status revoked because now you're acting more like a business that can kind of do what they want to do versus acting like a mission-centered organization um, that is there for a specific purpose. So let me give you an example of UBIT. And this is what I give all the time because it's easy to understand. You're an organization that has your own building. You have an extremely large um, parking lot. Next to your building, there is a, um, a club and the club comes to you and say, hey, you know, we don't have enough parking space on the weekend. So can we use your parking lot? Can we rent your parking lot from you in order to deal with the overflow of um, cars that we have on the weekend? And you start renting. You're like, oh, this is a great way to make some money, right? And you start renting your parking lot out to the club every weekend so that your organization can make some money. What does that have to do with your mission? Nothing. (laughs) Right? So all of that money that you made from renting your parking lot out to um, to the nightclub is now going to be counted as UBIT, unrelated business income tax. I love that example because there are so many organizations, even you know, building space. And mm-hmm. so, you know, this has nothing to do with the mission that you said you were formed to do. So you gotta pay, you gotta pay income tax on this. You are generating a taxable income when it's not related, thousand dollars or more not related to the mission that you were designed to drive. I mean, and I think that, that that example you just gave, Tracy, there's no better way to put that. That's straightforward right there. Y'all better stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and if your, tax, if your tax person is not holding you accountable for this, you want, you want to change the person. You know, this is tax people sometimes, shady tax people sometimes, so that I'm, not, I'm not putting anybody's business out, but um, just kind of sometimes get on my nerve a little bit because I, I know what the purpose is. You know, they're trying to help and they're trying to, you know, whatever. But you want to make sure you know, you already know. You've been provided with this information and you know that there are certain activities if you're doing them that are not related to your mission. You need to be upfront about it and you need to let your tax preparer know so that you can prepare accordingly. And if you have to pay, man up and pay. <laughs> that's that's just how it goes. Exactly. And just to let you know that how some organizations get around UBIT activities is to create a subsidiary com- um, company that is a for-profit that can partake in the activities that are not mission-centered in order to um, feed the nonprofit organization. But that is a complicated process that needs to be set up correctly and not to be taken on lightheartedly because then you can end up in a lot more problems if you don't especially have your accounting system set up correctly. No, I mean, look at it indeed. That's what you said. Because, I mean, there are opportunities for your nonprofit to start a for-profit even, you know, if that's what you desire. But you have to be careful about 
commingling the funds and not having systems in place because it's easy. It's really easy to make those mistakes. Oh, yes. And to manage too many things, especially if you don't have a handle on the first thing. Exactly. Like we what talked about yesterday, that one thing, right? Yeah. Yep. Definitely. So that is what we call a hybrid nonprofit. And that is also what we call a social enterprise, right? So nonprofits that decide to have subsidiary companies as for-profits will be considered hybrid nonprofits um, or social enterprises as well. So they're both a nonprofit and a for-profit. Nothing to be taken on lightly. Do not run out now because you've heard it here and decide you're going to start a for-profit. If you don't have a handle on your nonprofit, leave it alone. Get a handle on your nonprofit. Get your nonprofit stable, right? Sustainable. And then after that, because that's your one thing, your mission, you have to get your mission right. You have to make impact in your mission before you even try anything else. Do not succumb to shiny object syndrome. So shiny object. <laughs> we just threw shiny object out there. So, so don't grab it just yet. You know, make mm-hmm. sure that you have one thing under control first. Like we were saying, that it's, it's an easy step up if you see this is where you're going, right? If you see that this is the, the next thing that we should do. We have a nonprofit and we think that these activities that we have are producing income that are really not related to our mission, but it's a great way to help support um, the organization, then maybe we should go ahead and, and let the nonprofit uh, be responsible for a for-profit business. You know, and if you do it like that, this that hybrid model gets complicated, y'all. It gets crazy and complicated. So if you're going to do something like that, you got to know what you're doing. Yes, you're right. It does get very complicated. You need to have consultants in place that actually know and understand how that model works. You need to have lawyers in place that actually um, know what forms need to be filled out and accountants in place that actually know how to deal with the accounting aspect of it. And that is where the downfall will happen is in the accounting and the legal setup and not running it the way it's supposed to. If you ever make a mistake and let your nonprofit start feeding that that for-profit, you're in trouble. So um, that's kind of you bit in a nutshell. It is unrelated business um, income taxes, and it is when your nonprofit is partaking in activities that are not mission-centered that causes your nonprofit at the end of the year to have to pay income tax. And sporadically doing something like that isn't like it's not detrimental to your organization, but if you partake in too much of it too often, you are going, you run the risk of having your nonprofit tax exempt status revoked. Any last words, Ty? Uh, just add, you know, you, nonprofits do make money, should make money. Oh, yes. Can't make money. So don't get it confused. That's right. Not- <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point to right. make. So what we're pointing, what we're saying is that whatever you do, whatever you're using to make your money, however you're generating your your income, that it should be related to the mission that you were developed to drive. You know, I had somebody who was like selling fireworks in her nonprofit, right? And then one tax time, because she was like, I have to pay all this taxes. First of all, her state requires that you pay taxes on fireworks stuff. And then it was unrelated to our mission. So you had to pay these taxes. Wow. Like, I was just trying to make money for my organization. So I, this had nothing to do with that, right? But it had you sold a, a workshop for your kids or, or whatever that was related to your mission, it would be okay. 
Right. Exactly. Exactly. So again, staying mission mission driven and staying away from mission drift. I think that's the real thing right here is making sure you stay mission driven. Everything that you do on your nonprofit has to go back to the mission. We talked about keeping your mission in plain view so everybody could remember what the mission of the nonprofit is. Anytime you're partaking in an activity, you go back and you said, okay, I want to sell fireworks. Does this have anything to do with that mission that I see on my wall? If the answer is no, or you're thinking way too hard about it, or you're trying to figure out how it relates to your mission, it's probably not something you want to partake in because then you're going to end up in UBIT territory. Yeah. That's all I got. Okay. All right. Thank you for joining us today. Until next time. Bye. Okay, change agents. Thank you for joining me today. And remember, there's someone in your community that is waiting for the programs and services that you provide. And it is your responsibility to make sure you get it right. Until next time, have a great day.